It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. It's Thursday, May 5th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Another beautiful day in Calgary. It's been so nice and warm the last few mornings. I've been riding my bike to work in the morning. It's been great. Last few days I'll be able to do this because our new place is too far away for me to bike. It would take like... Google Maps said an hour and 20. I could probably do it in an hour if I really rode hard, but... It uh, it, the, it goes through the river valley like in the dark. Oh god! I'm like, eh, I don't maybe know about that. Maybe eaten by a coyote. Yeah, so <laughs> maybe a bear. <laughs> maybe a, maybe a cougar. Maybe a cougar. <laughs> maybe maybe a human. Who knows? Yeah, down I was there. Say. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, today was a good show. Uh, a good chunk of this podcast is dedicated to uh, a debate that you and I had, partially on the air, partially off the air. It's not often that we find these things that we like really disagree on, and I, I always think it's interesting when we do, and this is one of those instances. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about a bill Shauna just got hit with. This sucks. Talk quite a bit about hockey and hockey fans today, just because, I mean, the playoffs are started and we're kind of oh, consumed yeah. by this. And something from your elementary school days that I think you will remember. But first, you're out of context clip of the show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm good on this thing. Woo! <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I got talking to a friend over the weekend about this specific thing that we used to use as kids all the time, and I found the sound of it. And there's, this is just a very unique sound that I think if you hear it, you'll you'll remember as well. Do you know what this is, Beckler? It's not overly unique, but... Yeah, it's a red play ball. <sighs> We were laughing about this recently as kids. We were just saying, like, not only is it that those dodgeballs are missed, those red dodgeballs, the yeah. rubber ones, right? But it's the sound that goes with it. It's the feeling in your hands. Do you remember how it was slightly... It's like texture. Texture yeah. as well. I picked up both from school uh, last week, and there was one laying in the park. We were, I was like, man, I haven't seen one of these forever. They still got them. They have them? At they, his- oh, yeah. Yeah, they still have them. I thought They're be- great for kickball cause you could, or soccer baseball for you Ontarians because you could really get behind it, hey? Yeah, yeah, you're right because I know that they've, ch- like a, a lot of the times even when we play dodgeball in our grown-up leagues, they use those softer balls now, right? They switch because- to foam balls, which, you know, I actually prefer because you can throw them harder Fair. than you can throw a red play ball. But also the not consequences as much damage. Nope, the consequences aren't as high. Do you remember, do you ever get hit hard in the face with one of those balls? Yes. Oh, it hurts. Yeah, it, it just it just stings. The hey? fact that more noses weren't <laughs> broken that way is actually shocking, and it would make that same sound when it yeah. hit a face too. So almost as satisfying. Just oh yeah, and your face would get so hot. Oh instantly. my god, yeah. Yeah, oh, I think they were actually engineered to inflict the most pain to a face without actually breaking anything. I think so. And there was a dig- it, distinct smell that comes yes. with them as well, right? It was the smell. So you you hear that and you just envision the smell, the texture. Oh, my God, yeah. God, I'd like to lay into one right now. I'd like someone to bowl me a pitch yeah. with a little bit of a bounce. Okay. I'd time it just perfectly and launch that thing into orbit. Uh, <sighs> also, the smell wasn't as pleasant when, again, it was in your face after being hit in the face with that. Here, but smell st- this. Bing! <laughs> <laughs> Are you crying? You're cr- he's crying. No. I'm, no, I'm not crying. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I was driving beside this woman on a motorcycle yesterday, and from where I was sitting, I could see that there was this sticker on the fuel tank of her mm. motorcycle, like right between her legs, and it said, girls do it better. Oh, yeah. The odd thing was, it wasn't really visible to other people in traffic. Like, it was just kind of the, the perfect spot where I was sitting that I could read it. Mm. So, like, it, not like, you know, your average bumper sticker would be or your 
your window decal or decal. We prefer to pronounce that word. To be fair, like but, I don't know if there's many places you could put a sticker on, on, on a, a motorcycle. On a motorcycle. So it was almost like it was just for her, hmm. which I thought was odd because, like, it was from the vantage point that she was at, she would be the person who could who could most see it. Girl, also, girls, girls do what better? Like, do, well, I don't know. Everything. Hmm. It sounded like everything okay. was the the implication, but. Um, I was like, that's just an odd thing. Cause like, you know, like if she's ever doubting herself, then she just has that, she has those words of affirmation right there. Right. right. And she didn't look uncomfortable on the motorcycle. Like she looked pretty, she looked pretty confident. So it, I don't know, but I guess everyone has doubts every now and then. Everyone I suppose so. Some words of encouragement. You got to look down into your she's cross like, to get the words of wisdom you need. She's like, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be on a motorcycle. And then she looks down and her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm good on this thing. Woo! <laughs> the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I read this yesterday, and it was a tweet from Eric Francis, who works at Sportsnet, and it reads, The Saddle Dome elevator just got stuck for about a minute with Gary Bettman and some media folks inside. <laughs> Gary Bettman comments, you guys need a new building. You know, Bickler, I think we need to keep a very watchful eye on Gary Bettman right now because he probably is the one who sabotaged the elevator. He probably made it stop <laughs> just to be able to sneak that in there with all the media people around. You guys need a new building. You think see that's this? why he's here? Yeah, I think Anyone that's... see where Gary was earlier? Honestly, I think that's the <laughs> only reason he's here is Working just the, the lobby. Shop. Just to... I know, like we just mentioned in the news, his comment cracked me up where he said, like, Calgary may not be able to host league events in the future if we don't get a new bill. Oh no, you mean we won't get the all-star game and the draft once every 30 years? I know. Better spend $300 million. Yep. Like That's that's your, no, your threat is, there, Gary? I mean, he's that's, not very... He's, he's, these are some pretty weak attempts. I just picture him, though, like, he's in town and that's all he's trying to do is lobby for this new arena in every way. Like, I just picture media broadcast and you see Gary Bettman in the back. Yeah, yeah, the arena! You're just like, was that Gary Bettman... Who the hell was that? That and some gentle sabotage. Yes. Just a little. Yeah, just running around sabotaging all kinds of things, dressed as the Count. Like, ma ha ha I'll show you. <laughs> Got old Gary Batman up in the rafters there with his cape, his <laughs> cloak drawn like, across Whoa. his... Cute, cute roof you have here. Oh Would God. be a shame if the supporting cables were cut. Oh, my... You will not often hear the name Kardashian uttered on this show. Nope. Um, but I am somewhat intrigued with the fire that Kim Kardashian is taking right now. I don't know if you've seen this story. It's a couple days old now. But uh, she said she lost 16 pounds in three weeks to fit into her dress for the Met Gala. And she said she didn't starve herself, but she was strict with her diet. And women on my social feeds were outraged by this. Outraged. And McKenna was listening to a different radio station yesterday, and the host on that station was outraged by this, too. And maybe I'm missing something here, Shauna, but is that so bad? Like maybe you, you maybe have a better perspective on this as a woman. Like, I understand the, the, the pressures that society puts on women to look a certain way. Yeah. And stuff, but is... And that's... I mean, that's the thing. It just... Because this is a huge issue for young girls. It's feeling like you need to look a certain way. And to hear that from a role model for these girls is tough because it's showing that you have to be a certain size. You need to lose weight, to look a certain way, to fit in this dress. And that stuff is all just kind of part of the issue with, you know, women's images, which are already struggling, right? 
That's that's what it comes down to. I think I I know when you think when you take the comment, you kind of remove it and you go, well, this one comment itself, this is really that big a deal. But I think it's just these comments kind of all add up and compound upon one another. And that's what starts eating disorders and unhealthy mm-hmm. views of, of women. And so you you don't want to hear that from someone who like she has. How many followers does she have and how many young girls hear and listen to what she has to say, right? I was going to say, problem number one is maybe looking at her as a role model. That I is mean, a problem as well. The only reason we know her name is because she released a sex tape. So yes. maybe we should be, one, looking for better role models. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I was thinking, like, we talked about this yesterday in a different context, but it's kind of her body, isn't it? Yeah. Like, if she wants to look this way or that way, then, you know, if she wants to drop a few pounds and pack that enormous soul sucker of hers into a certain dress like is that is isn't that her business it is, that is my business but again because she is somebody that so many people look up to it's like you know people say people do hold these people to a different standards right because if you're if you're somebody who a lot of people look up to and you were to say something racist you're to say, say something like that i mean yeah you're gonna get criticized for that so this is along the same lines and i know it's not obviously as severe as saying something racist but it i don't is think something, it's even in the same realm it's absolutely like, but it's this is a way bigger issue that i think people realize is eating disorders for young women so again it's not on the this the same it, they're two different platform like two different sides of things i think there's obviously saying something racist and there's something that could affect you know women's well-being and young women and how they are raised as well so i mean i again the comment itself seems like it's a little trivial, but on the other hand, I understand why people are just trying to say, let's not, like, let's kind of discourage the discussion of having to lose weight dramatically mm. and, and fit into this dress to look a certain way so that we're approved by society. Interesting. Okay. Because I was thinking, like, it's, it's not unique to celebrities either. Like, think about, think about athletes. Yeah. Like, what's worse, Kim Kardashian taking three weeks to lose 16 pounds to fit into this dress, or a fighter cutting weight before their weigh-in. Like, what What do you think is harder on a person's body? And yet, yep. we have no problem with the second one. You know, even like back in January, I wanted to lose a few pounds. I lost actually more weight than that in, mm-hmm. in, in the month of January just from monitoring my portions and upping my cardio and stuff. And I, I felt great. I don't think there was anything unhealthy about it. So, yeah. I don't... I, I mean, again, it depends on how much you have to lose. And there's a lot to discuss in this, but... Uh, a woman dramatically trying to lose weight like that is just something that a comment as little as that, like a lot of these eating disorders begin from an offhand comment that a mom makes that makes you go, oh, right. But like she I've wasn't talking about anybody else. She was talking about herself. And like You're I said, right. it's her body. right? But again, it's just the general discussion of that kind of thing that I think we're trying to steer away from. Right. To make a woman's body. I guess not so. this focus and, and hyper focused thing and not. I mean, I think a lot of people are, are outraged, but not necessarily at her saying it. Just a reminder that maybe we shouldn't constantly be be saying that type of thing to young women if you're a role model for them especially but i don't think she was saying it to them she was saying it about herself yeah and it was marilyn monroe's dress that she was trying to fit into mm-hmm. and i mean marilyn monroe wasn't rail thin right she I've, I've heard that she would be plus size by today's standards yeah so I, it's just the discussion of women's bodies as a whole which we're doing right but now, it's her body y- yep it's i true. can come on here and talk about my body can't i yeah, I mean, if you're a role model to young girls, though, it's just being mindful huh. of that kind of thing. Being like, yeah, let's, you know, saying, well, you should drop 25 pounds to fit into a dress. Again, I understand she's talking about her own she self is. doing this, but that is projecting onto other people who potentially could see it that way as, oh, I guess I have to dramatically drop 25 
25 pounds too. The BNS in 20 minutes or less podcast. If a parent is going to blame her for their kids having issues like eating disorders and stuff like that because they watch her, that's on the parent. Yeah, but I think it's just, it's the general, if she does it and a bunch of other people do it, it's just still going through that image, like, issue with women, right? Is that, it's it's a culturally ingrained thing that's been around for a long time, and it, it's just for role models, like, we're trying to shift the focus away from that a woman needs to look a certain way, is all it is. It's not, like, her individual one comment that's going to make that happen. And that's why, like, people who are mad at her, it's dumb. But I think it's fair to have the discussion of maybe we can refocus the way we word things um, as a whole if you're a big role model. I'm fair. I'm okay with that. Like, I agree. Like, there shouldn't be these stereotypical types that women need to be. Or men. Yeah. Like, not just women. Men shouldn't have to be these big, ripped, monstro. No. I was going to say, like... We're, we're men are women are compared to Kim Kardashian. Men are compared to these juiced up like freaks yeah. that play in the NFL and the NBA and stuff. Like, yeah. But I don't internalize that, right? Like, I don't. Yeah, but young girls uh, do, just, and it's a, a serious maybe, issue. Maybe like, that's where the conversation needs to go. Not not putting so much stock in what a celebrity says, and maybe we focus more on self worth. But the, and, like, the point is, yeah, is that exactly. the, but these these ideas and these discussions and you saying constantly like, oh, I have to lose weight. That's what causes. The the low self-worth and this is the problem that but we've had for so long you don't have to lose weight she does she said right. she, she wanted to there's a huge difference but it's right so yeah. sensitive. like i suffered from an eating disorder and it was because my mom made offhand comments about the weight of my sister and it, it gets internalized because you're so um you're it's so sensitive right like you're so sensitive to it in in this many ways and these little comments are what makes it happen so it's but is that not what comes back to like the parenting side of things on, on yep. teaching kids and and, and ad, not advertising but educating yeah and that's what we i mean we're, we're getting better at it right and that's why this comment was something that people are saying like we're trying to get away from this so let's keep going with it with role models too i just think it's night and day though like what your mom your mom commenting on your sister's weight is so different than kim kardashian commenting on her own weight right you know but it's still the same idea of women should like be, yes because it's taken as oh this means that I too should lose weight and I need to lose weight to fit into a dress to look good at the Met Gala like it it all is just part of that like feeling the pressure to do so whether she does or not like it would be different if she you know was like yeah I'm gonna lose weight in a healthy way and, and promoted it that way that's great right like helping people lose but to say it in a way where it's like oh I want to fit in this dress for the Met Gala is she just did, that she outward she appearance herself. She said she right. was strict with her diet, which, I mean, more people could probably do to be strict with their diets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, it's just I a don't, dangerous... I don't think that she said anything damaging. No. And that's why, again, like, yelling at her and being angry with her is not what I'm, yeah. like, thinking needs to happen. But I think it, again, no, I... is good to reopen a discussion about just yeah. the pressures it's, of it's appearance. A, it's interpretation also. Yeah, for sure. And just we, like we all know how that gets twisted around. But, like, you watch, you guys are both on TikTok. I see you on there, and all 90% of my videos are jacked up juice bunks oh. that are working in the gym For all sure. the time. Me too, and they're yeah. all on steroids, man, which is a yeah, completely an unrealistic goal for someone like me. Do you have to like do me. roids in order to get 
the body like they have to have the women Google at them at the yes. gym? Like, is that what I have to do? Yeah. Well, and, like, and I mean, eating disorders are going up in men, and it's for that exact reason, right? Like, it's. Yeah. But I think if uh, you internalize that, it's on you. I think if you see those guys I, on I TikTok agree. and you're like, oh my God, I'm never going to look like that. I'm, I'm not worth anything. That's a you problem. Yeah, but yeah. that's, again, uh, a you problem that's developed from unrealistic expectations, right? So that's why, again, we're trying to refocus that and why, like, healthy body types are such a big thing now. And that's, you know, hopefully going to continue. But that's just the I'm, you don't uh, want to go back the other way. Again, I mean, like, TikTok, the other thing that I see for girls now is girls who are like, yeah, I used to have an eating disorder. And now I'm, I'm, I've am I'm recovered from it. And they're, they're still super jacked. No, they're, oh. they're thin as shit still and uh, still unhealthy healthy and claiming that they're and that too i'm like that's even worse like that's being like oh no but i got past it and i'm still way too thin and like it's yeah i'm making it sound like it's okay don't worry you'll get by it you'll still be skinny yeah yeah it's but again all i know is that i'm built for comfort not for speed so i'm good yeah well and that's actually i think a study (laughs) just came out about eating disorders recently and talking about how uh, they've gone up dramatically during the pandemic, and it's again because people are spending way more time online and seeing all this shit. Right? It's just like, oh, for sure. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, it's, it's crazy the stuff you see online. Like TikTok is the only thing I have as for like a social media side of things, and some of the stuff it's just like this is ridiculous. Yeah. What they're trying to portray as the proper body type or lifestyle or totally. Like, it, it's insane. It's not obtainable for 90% of the people out there. And that's why, like, it's nice to have these discussions and, like, I I mean, people are even talking about, yeah, like, kids just need to get off freaking social media and that's a big part of why the pandemic was so damaging because people spent more time on it, which is just not good, period. So... The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. A friend of mine is a a very passionate sports fan and he watches all kinds of games and he's the guy who's a Leafs fan who, like, we can't watch the games together because he... I think you've told us about this fella. He gets so worked up that he has to watch it at home alone. And the one time, I forget which game it was last year, but he left a party in the middle of the party because he couldn't handle it to go home and watch the game by himself. Anyway, uh, he was watching the Flames game one, and he was so angry that he sent me a text at 11 p.m. at night knowing I was sleeping because he just he needed to get this off his chest. So I woke up the next morning, and I'll just read you this this message he sent me. It says, I'm embarrassed by the Flames fans. What effing clowns started slash are doing the effing wave at a hockey game during game one with three to go in the third of a one nothing game? <laughs> that was one of the most embarrassing things I've ever seen in a hockey game. And he's not even a Flames fan. He is not a Flames he's fan. Just, he feels he like watched this. He watched this game and he felt the need to tell everybody about how he felt. So... I mean, I kind of agree with him. This is the thing. Like, like you know how I feel about the wave. Not a big wave guy. You're not. A I big don't wave even participate guy. when it comes That's around. True. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, this was a, a little dramatic, a little over dramatic <laughs> in the way he he responded and you know said this message. But yet, does he have a point? Like three minutes to go with in on a, a one nothing game, game, and someone starts the wave. Yeah. How did it even get going? I don't how know. did everyone participate in that? This is this is the question. Right, because I mean, you do the wave, and and you're blocking people's view with only three minutes left in this game. Well, you're watching for when it comes around instead of watching intense. the intense hockey game in front of you. Yes. So I mean, I don't know if people were a little bit drunk and didn't realize what was exactly going on in the game, and just like, we let's start a wave. Woo! Yeah, that. But, uh, but that's people carried it along. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of agree with your friend there. <laughs> 
That's uh, that's too bad. Yeah. So anyway, I'm just passing that along. Yeah. I mean, the wave should have died many years ago, I think. Uh-huh. But uh, I still don't mind the... the wave. Okay. But yeah, like at a commercial break. Yes. If the if the if the, it's a boring game and there's a lull in it. Well, like a baseball game, for example, when those games go on for quite some time and there's a lot of lulls, right? Then the wave's kind of fun because it's something for you to do. And well, not so much in this scenario, however. <laughs> A little bit too intense for the wave. Okay? The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. On the on, on the topic of embarrassing sports fans, do you know, like, I I was watching the Bruins game. I noticed this. No, during game one of the Flames, too. It was the Flames series, too. But you know the, the fans that sports networks use in their bumpers? Like, when they come, like, when they're, they're yep. the start of the broadcast, and they're like, we're six minutes away from puck drop here in Calgary, Flames stars. And, like, they have fans on screen who yes. are all cheering and stuff. Where do they find these people? I know. Because they all seem like they've been bonked in the head. All of them. Well, uh, I think what happens is it's a certain type of person that goes for the camera like that. Okay. It's a certain type of people that are attracted to that camera. Moths to a flame? Yes, yes. And those people are always a certain, a, a little more obnoxious, a little... A little more drunk. Yeah, a little more drunk, right? And they are the ones who are like... Yeah, yeah. because yeah. normal people would see a camera and just walk past normally, right? But then that's not what they're going to use because that's not exciting. Whereas the drunkards, the ones that are... I've always wondered how they find those people. Yeah, like, they're just the ones that they they gravitate for, for sure toward the camera. Like I, they could be across the parking lot and they will find that camera. Okay, like... If I they, smell it. It's over there. If then they just wait till they have enough, and yep. then like you guys want to be in the opening sequence for the broadcast tonight, we need I you to. <laughs> we need Whoa. you to be really goofy. Yeah. Really excited. Really goofy. Because mm-hmm. if they uh, if they ask me to do it, yeah, I would either have to decline and say no, thank you, yeah. or I'd have to just like stand there and be like, thumbs up. Yeah. You know. Like, and go, again, they'll be flames. like, um, sir, "Sir, that's not good enough. Sorry, we're Hoping not for a good you. outcome for the Flames tonight." They're okay. like, "No, you need to get crazy. Go get that Minetti over there, who's like lying on the ground. <laughs> oh, He's yeah, so drunk. Yeah, flames, can baby, you bring him over flames, here, please? Flames, we need one, him. Woo! We're going all the way to the cup, yeah. Yeah, with the finger up, just like yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> what is wrong with the you? BNS and Twenty Minutes or Less podcast? Do you know anybody who's actually had a good experience owning a condo? Now I ask this as you think about this. I, I purchased a condo four years ago. And right before then, I had chatted with a few friends who had owned condos in the past. And a lot of them were talking about these special assessments that came along. One that got hit with a $40,000 special oh. assessment. Oh, man. Which when I heard that, I was like, well, that's that's a nightmare. That's not something that commonly happens. That's really, that's too bad. And then another friend did mention they got a $10,000 special assessment mm-hmm. come by at one point as well. And I was like, that whew, that's insane. And beyond my better judgment, I bought my own condo, and I was just slapped with a $15,000 special assessment. Oh. And, and didn't co- you have two other ones not that long ago, too? Yeah, I've spent $27,000 in special oh assessments God. in two and a half years now, and I was just like, this seems to be something that happens a lot more than I originally thought. Because again, when I heard these stories, I thought it was just like, now these special assessments are one-offs. They don't often happen. Well, and your realtor probably warned you about it. He did. And said, like, hopefully the, the condo corporation... And I paid somebody to go through it because he yeah. says, this is what you do when you buy a condo. You, you like, pay a lawyer or whoever it is to go through all the condo documents. They check out how much money is in the reserve fund yep. versus what might need to be done in the condo. And it all checked out when I bought my place. And then, unfortunately, I guess just a bunch of stuff has gone wrong all at once and uh, caused that to not be the case at all. Um, Man, but, that sucks. 
it just makes me think. I was like, man, why do people ever buy condos if this is such a common thing to, to happen? You know? I guess like, if you like if you hang on to it long enough, the thought would be right. that whatever you pay in with these special assessments, you know, mm-hmm. even if you do get hit with some, will eventually come out in the wash. But I got like, thinking. I was. It's like who can afford that? I don't know. Yeah, like not many people just have forty thousand bucks sitting just around, lying around, just and just in case. Normally, right? it's like you need to give that to us in a couple months. And she's like, that's not a lot of time to come up with forty thousand dollars. So, what are your options if you don't have that money? I'm assuming that you can put a lien on your place, right? So that when you sell it, then you can try and recover it and it gets sent away. I don't know what else though. Or you have to sell and eat the cost of that yeah. special assessment, or take out you, a loan. Yeah, line of credit or something like that. Man, that really sucks. It's just a scary... I just was curious because now that, you know, everybody that I've kind of talked to seems to have this happen, I'm like, this seems like a silly thing to invest in then, doesn't it? Well, your building is a bit older, right? It is. So some of these things are probably coming up. But, I mean, even like all the big glass towers that you see downtown, like they probably don't have big special assessments initially. But someone told me that like there is a life expectancy on those, yeah, like those curtain windows or whatever they're called. The well, and I, I was actually hesitant to buy new because I've heard that then a lot of building issues are come to light right at the beginning, and mm-hmm. you don't have a reserve fund yet. So then it's all oh. on you to come up with the cost if something goes wrong. So, yeah. but I guess you know it's like it's no no different for a homeowner. Your yeah. furnace can go and you can owe 5000 bucks, or, True. you know, like this place we just bought will eventually need the roof to be redone. That'll be a big ticket item. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I it's mean, this, true. this stuff can happen. I suppose so. I suppose it's just, so. When you own property, this is... This it's is part what, of it. It's part of what, yeah. It's all part of the part, <laughs> part parcel. BNS in 20 minutes or less. In the last couple of weeks, uh, for me and my family, we've just been like insanely busy because we're getting ready to move into this new house, right? And trying so to, to get everything organized for that. So it's just been, it's been a hectic couple of weeks. It's been fun, but it's been hectic. Um, and I've been trying, like, I don't think it's going to slow down anytime soon. So I've been trying to stay on top of everything. And I've been using this psychological trick that I read about once. Okay. Uh, and I thought I'd pass it along, see what you thought of it. Yeah. So I, the, I forget how it, exactly how it was worded, but basically they say if if you have a task that's waiting to be done and it's going to take less than five minutes to do, you should do it right now. Mm. Don't put off like the small tasks because those things pile up and they make your to-do list look a lot longer than it is. Like there's going to be big jobs on there yep. that you will have to carve out some time to attack. Yep. But, you know, there are little things... Just things sitting around your house, things, you know, you need to you need to log in and do this. You need to put this away. You need to... That makes sense. And if it's going to take less than five minutes, do it right now because it, it you'll spend five minutes scrolling on your phone instead. Mm-hmm. You'll get nothing done. I've gotten in the habit of doing that, not quite realizing that it's a psychological trick, but because of that exact reason, because I find those little things, then when you start calculating them up, it it's overwhelming to even think about how many little tasks mm-hmm. they are. And even if they're only little, then it just seems like way too much because there's just so many of them. Yeah. And so it's like, if you can just yeah get those off that list real quick and then you can focus on the big stuff. And yes. That's the way of doing it. Yeah. And it kind of clears your mind to deal with the bigger sure. tasks. Cause you're not walking past these small tasks that you have to do. It's like, Oh, I still gotta do that. Yep. Just, just do that right just get now. Her done. If it's less than five minutes, yep. just do it because we will, you will waste five minutes doing something else makes perfect so i'm trying to remember this i'm trying to employ it i'm not perfect at it yet but uh i think it's gonna help i think it's gonna help and i thought i would just pass that trick along it's a great trick to be passed along bns in 20 minutes or less so there's a band based out of fernie uh called shred kelly and they're kind of a house band at one of the bars in fernie and they're they're really fun they're they're kind of always playing in and around fernie well they've also been announced the band to play a bunch of other closing weekends at different ski hills now 
Okay. And I've noticed that they've kind of just honed in on this this very niche thing, which is essentially ski events. <laughs> like, that's what they do. They do ski events and festivals, and everywhere is inviting them, especially this year. Like, I saw them at basically every ski hill's closing weekend so far. They're just playing. They're the band that plays, Shred Kelly. And they actually have some designated ski songs, so it makes sense. Oh, really? Yes. See, that'd be a lot of fun. I, that'd be that'd be a fun gig to have, wouldn't it? It's like, we can play outside. We yes. can play in any weather. I know. We're ready to go. And Our gear what, is winterproof. I was kind of thinking, I was like, they seem to be making a killing right now. And there are a lot of events and festivals that go down at ski hills. And Especially I was like, this time of year, hey? Maybe we should throw our band into the mix. Like, our band just got back together. And I was like, I wonder if we could kind of become a one of those bands that's been known to play those events. Because that would be super fun. I love snowboarding. I love music. We could even be a cover band. We don't necessarily have to do a bunch of originals. Mm-hmm. You could just throw a couple like ski-related lyrics kind of in there and yeah, you make yourself to, targeted toward that. You'd have to tailor yourselves for the ski community, wouldn't you? You would a little bit, but then I started thinking. I was like, Shred Kelly's a pretty decent name for this kind of thing, but yep. maybe we could come up with a better one. Okay. As we, you know, keep on names. It's our thing. I struggled with this. I'll be honest with you. Okay. But. Well, here's a couple that I came up with off the bat. Ski Day's Grace. Okay. Or the Black Eyed Skis. Yeah. Neil Black Diamond. Neil Black Diamond is really good. Because the Black Diamond runs, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I had Great Big Ski. Oh, that's good. And the 80s Ski. Uh, see? The Ski Party. Yes. Our um, Ski M. Green Run DMC. Oh, that's that's pretty good. Ski First and the Gimme Gimmies. ACD Ski. <laughs> that would be oh, a that'd great be a cover. Hit. That'd See, because 80s yeah. bands there, too. That's huge, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Carvin Gay. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Skid Snow. That's... Shred Nugent. Oh, I like Shred Nugent. Shred I'd go Nugent see Shred Nugent. Shred Nugent is pretty good, yeah. yeah. Um, and then if you wanted to get into songs, you could, you could cover John Denver's Take Me Home Backcountry Roads. Oh, that's good. Yeah, they got lots of options there. I also lots got of- the the tragic ski hip, which I mean, hips are another one like knees known to go on the ski hill. That's probably not a positive though. They might not want that one. You've been listening to the BNS in twenty minutes or less podcast. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X ninety two nine Monday through Friday six to ten a.m. Mountain Time at X ninety two nine dot ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in twenty minutes or less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.